You're listening to the Ute Preview Show with Hanson Scotty on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hansels and Scott Gerard. So we're live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Come on by, hang out with us. So many great opportunities to check out these infinities that are priced to move right now. Trust me on this, you can get into Infinity. You might not think so, but uh, you come down and you talk to the crew, uh, Dallas's crew, ready to work with you if you need 0% financing, some lease options, used inventory. It's here and available for you right now. Hands, it's an off week for the Ute, but we still bring you the Ute preview show as we get you ready for another week of, uh, or excuse me, so they have the off week. Obviously, a lot of issues that Utah's working through and a lot of things they're trying to. Uh, kind of make their way through right now it's a difficult situation for sure uh, i wouldn't want to uh i wouldn't want to go what these guys have gone through and then have to play a football game and especially a big one in the coliseum coming up next week you tell me where do you want to start do you want to start in some things they need to fix or should we get some of this um some of this emotional stuff out there first i, th- I think we've been talking about the emotional stuff i think people i you know if nothing else but a bit of a distraction let's talk some x's and o's um, well, X's and O's wise, they've got a real constant focus on securing that ball. And X's and O's wise, Scotty, as difficult as things are, you know, with the candlelight vigils and everything that's going on with this University of Utah player that passed away, right now these coaches have to get on airplanes. Yeah. And they got to go cross country. And they got to get on recruiting trails. And they got to find the next Utah superstars. And they've got to. They've they've got to step into front rooms and be able to convince parents and be able to be able to to relate to the kids and so it's really difficult because they're going to have to put some really difficult news not forget it but they've they've got to set it aside I'm not even going to say put it behind them they've just got to set it to the side of them as they go in and they deal with these recruits. So, Scotty, you and I, in our life, we have dealt with extremely difficult news in in multiple areas of our life. And there comes a point where, you know, you're you're dealing and you're struggling and it's hard, but there's no quit. There's no, that's not how the person that you're mourning over, there's no quit. They They don't want you to quit. They'd want you to continue pressing and learning and moving forward. And there are times where you stop and say to yourself, this is our job, and we've got to continue to do our job good. And in order for them to, um, in order for them to be able to do their job the right way and continue to succeed, they have to go land these recruits. And I don't know how you step into a recruit's home right now and look at the parents and look at the recruit and and i'm sure that they're going to ask questions and you're going to have to field those questions but it's going to be really difficult for these coaches to stay focused on the recruiting trail but that's what they've got to do right now it's uh it's certainly something that um i know is on a lot of people's mind right now and a lot of people are uh, trying to deal with some serious, serious minds, but yet you've got to find a way to make yourself uh, focused and get through this. 
By the way, speaking of focus, a little lack of focus on my part. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just announce this right now. Uh, I know we're in the U preview show, and I know a lot of people are actually probably dialing over to listen to what's going on right now. But um, the ownership of the Zone Sports Network um, is, uh, well, I guess I, there's some legalese I've got to work through. Uh, let's just say that uh, our good friends at Bonneville and uh, our good friends at KSL are now going to be running and operating the Zone Sports Network. Uh, the announcement, in fact, I'll just read uh, verbatim. The Utah Jazz announced today a multi-year agreement with Bonneville International Corp to manage day-to-day operations and programming of the Zone Sports Network, resulting in a maximum-powered regional radio coverage of Utah Jazz basketball and greater access for fans listening to games over the airwaves. Um, the Zone Sports Network will continue to broadcast all jazz games and will be joined in simulcast on KSL News Radio for a select number of regular season games as well as potential jazz playoff games. I know people listening right now are going to wonder, well, what does that affect uh, our daily radio shows? Uh, as of right now, um, business as usual right now. And so we are, uh, we are excited. Um, again, there's a lot of meetings and a lot of things that are going to happen. And... Um, and I don't have a lot of answers for you right now, um, but uh, let's just say Hans and I were made aware of this uh, just moments ago as well. So I know a lot of people are listening. A lot of people are like, "Ooh, well, what's going on here?" Um, we're excited, and it should be a, should be an interesting and fun run as well. And I don't think that it people are interested on how it impacts us as much as how it impacts them. And so, in an effort to help people understand how this impacts them, the consumer the fan, the listener, this is going to bring you uh, more accessible or more access to these jazz games. And uh, it should be more visible. It should be uh, easier to find on a dial. The, the signals should extend. It should be, this really should be a great partnership that brings all the listeners out there more access to jazz content. And that's really what this is all about, an effort to um, really expand the reach of the Utah Jazz to the listener. And that's and it's something that we're excited about because we we understand. And like I've been getting tweets and texts uh, and emails since 2012 about some of the limitations of the zone signal. And uh, now you get a little bit of a help from a flamethrower. Not, uh, you know, and I, I can't tell you how many games will be on KSL. The majority of the games will still be on the Zone Sports Network um, on 1280 AM and 97.5 FM. Uh, But there will be a good portion of games that will also be simulcast on 1160 as well. So you get that flamethrower that's going to be able to really deliver uh, a great signal out there. It's what the Jazz deserve. And and especially, you know, playoff games too. And I think you can anticipate Mm -hmm. every playoff game being on 1160. It's what the Jazz deserve. They... They deserve the best distribution that they can possibly get. And I, I truly understand the reasoning behind it. And, you know, I, I think we all on the station, we all just kind of remain open to whatever changes might come. And, and I think I can reassure all the listeners out there that any change that's made is going to be with the betterment of everything in mind. So, and, and I have to, I have to believe in that, and I, I think the listener has to believe in that, that whatever comes is just for the betterment. 
of of the jazz, uh, the ability to hear and see your Utah Jazz. Um, there are, there have been a lot of changes that all of us have had to deal with recently, really starting with the purchase of the Utah Jazz and and the and the new ownership group. And that was big news, and it really shook Scotty and I right in the middle of our show. I think we found out five or ten minutes before our show kicked off, if I'm not mistaken, Scotty. So big news there. And then the big news that has come, has continually come. Uh, yesterday, the big news that the Miller Group and their auto their auto dealerships would be bought out and, and changed over. It's very continual, and you know, in, in this day and age – you just you just bob and weave and you just yeah. keep going with what with what is presented to you so however it's presented to me individually i'll deal with it however it's presented to the listener i want you to know it's for the betterment well that's i, I can yeah. reassure you it yeah. is for the betterment of your entertainment we know a lot of the people involved in on this as well and 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 their thought was what can we do to provide a better experience for the listeners of jazz games uh, and and, uh, and and to try to provide you uh, the best coverage out there. And uh, I think this partnership is going to go a long way in getting that done. Uh, again, more details are going to come out on this uh, throughout you know, the next, uh, I would say, end of this week and throughout next week as well. Uh, just know, Hans and I love you, and uh, we got your back. We're here for you. And as things are currently sitting, um, just expect Scotty and I to be – on when we are and where we are until until we know <laughs> no I, I i don't think a lot's changing in that regard so again there you go what a way to kick off your you preview show we have the news the news broke in the middle of our show about the jazz getting sold and now we get uh the news breaking in the middle of our show that we've been sold uh, uh, by, by the way when the news broke of the jazz being sold there was also attached that we were sold at that point Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple of them. Then. Yeah. The station. And I can't remember if that was separate releases. And, and um, you know, when I when I see the that when I see the the tandems and when I see the names that are attached to this, Scotty, I know you would agree with me. All you can have is ultimate confidence. These are people that truly understand broadcasting its formats and its particulars and how to best distribute and what content to distribute uh, the people that are are going to we're going to be working with you know i've got full confidence in not not for myself but as a as as a listener or as one that consumes sports that this is going to be better yeah Oh no, and there's no doubt. For for a consumer, you are you are in seventh heaven right now. And to be looking for the opportunity to work with some of the digital properties that they've got going, Josh Furlong has done such a tremendous job over there, among others, uh, to really develop the uh, KSLSports.com brand and what they've got going there has been really truly impressive. And uh, to be able to facilitate. In, uh, in joining forces. Uh, it's something that behind the scenes, I think, has been, um, you know, we've always joked with the guys over there about how much fun it'd be to join forces, and now we get a chance to do it. I think it's going to be really cool. So looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, going to be an interesting run and an interesting, uh, interesting few days. Um, and you, 
the consumer are going to be uh, able to benefit from it too. Again, more details on this. I know you're joining us. If we sound a little, um, you know, flustered as well, we apologize. But, you know, we're, that's the, the beauty of live radio. We're, we're consuming the news with you here. <laughs> and, um, trying to internalize it. And obviously it's, it's impactful to Scotty and I. And uh, and Lloyd, who's back on the the board, and and so we we understand it as well as you're probably a little bit confused as to what this means, but we'll all learn more about this together as we've learned about the jazz purchase. You know, every day it feels like we're learning something new. Then Dwayne Wade gets a share, and you start to see different designs and remodeling, and it's it's just a whirlwind of change, but. One thing I can tell the sports fan out there, the listener out there, the Utah Jazz are ex- they are extremely important to this community. And every effort that can be made to better the way that product is delivered to you is going to be made. Yes. And that's how I feel about what's happening here. This is an effort to better the way the product is delivered to you. So regardless of how that impacts me, I've got to be happy for the listener. And I am. I'm happy because this is this is a very good thing for people out yeah. there. I think it's going to be a good thing for the radio station. I think it's going to be a good thing for the show. I think there's going to be a lot of good things on this going forward. So, again, a lot to break down, and I understand it. Uh, a lot of people I know are coming into the airways right now wondering, uh, wow, what's, what's going on? Well, it's a good question. Uh, again, this is something that is just kind of breaking. Uh, we're excited about it, though, and it's something that we're really looking forward to. It's something that I know that uh, change is a little difficult, and change can always be a little weird, uh, but, you know, Hans and I, uh, we've been anchoring uh, this time slot for a long, long time, and uh, I anticipate that's going to remain the case for a long, long time as well. Hans and Scotty, this is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Let's get back to the Utes coming up next, shall we? Yep. This is you. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Ute Preview Show. Hans and Scotty right here on The Zone Sports Network. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. The radio voice of the Utah Jazz, the one and only David Locke. Everywhere I go, what do you think of Rudy Gay and Jared Butler? And I was like, I think about Hassan Whitebud. All those conversations about Butler and Trent Forrest and Eric Pascal. The one that slides my meter of where the Jazz are and who they are is Hassan Whitebud. We were horrendous defensively with Rudy off the floor last year. Like, we actually had a glaring statistical weakness defensively for 14 minutes a night, every night, on a team that was the best record in the NBA. If we're, like, above average or even good, because Hassan Whitebud is 7-1 with a 7-5 wingspan? Hassan Whiteside is good. Lights out. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. All Utes, all the time. This is your Ute Preview Show with Hanson Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. This segment brought to you by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call them right now, 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. All right, live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Would love for you to stop by. We got a bunch of jazz gear up for grabs. Come on by, grab some of it, and uh, let's talk a little U football together. So, 
we had a little bit of go at the X's and O's of this game or this bye week and then the game coming up here in two weeks against USC. And I want to take just a, a little bit of a, a U-turn here, Scotty. Yeah. And go back to the Aaron Lowe situation. And I teased in the uh, the starter, 10 o'clock, something that needs to happen for this team to really be able to move forward. And it's something that's out of their control, and it's something that's out of our control and the fans' control. There might be some that can help in, in doing this, but in order for this team to really find a way to advance – they need to be able to find this killer. They need to be able to find the man that pulled the trigger. That person has to be found. Yeah. And brought to justice. Yeah, absolutely. Because until that happens, I, can, I would not be able to, to truly start to heal. Because in the back of my mind, it would always be sitting there. And you and I, let's say you're the the center for the team and I'm the right guard and our lockers are next to each other. And every day we come in and we just got done with our position meetings and we've watched film and we sit in our seats next to our locker. Instead of talking about our, our combo blocks in different shifting, I turn to you and I say, have you heard anything about anything yeah. on this investigation? Yeah. Do, do you know? And you would say to me, no, but... I know that so-and-so was there because you would have inside information that nobody else has. And you'd say, I know so-and-so was there. And I wonder, did it have anything to do with this? And our conversation would be so far away from football. Yeah. And our minds would be so far away from football. Through the grieving process of losing a teammate, you can start to redirect yourself. The unknown of how that teammate was lost, it's got to be figured out. There's got to be justice. There's got to be a name. The killer has to be found. And the killer has to be prosecuted. Absolutely. And the sooner he's in custody, I think the quicker that this entire team can let out a big sigh of relief. And that and that Aaron Lowe's family can let out a sigh of relief and, and say, okay, now we, we can start to mend and heal. And we can, we can all come together and unify. But with the unknown out there, it leaves this shroud of fear in my mind, uh, even as a player, because in my mind, I'm still thinking, well, I was there. Did, did this guy, who is this guy? Did he see me? Does he not like me? What was the, what was the temperament? Am I okay? It, that, that would be in the back of your mind. And, and I know the situation. I don't know the inner workings of the situation, but I do know, Scotty, in order to truly start to heal that murderer has to be found yeah it really brings up a good point um in terms of distractions and you mentioned the deals or the situations you had to deal with losing a teammate in the middle of the season at byu losing a teammate in the middle of the season when you're playing for the blaze uh, but those were you know health issues or a car accident and not to downplay what that is but somebody took the life of your teammate it wasn't it wasn't an accident. It wasn't health. It was somebody violently ripped away the life of, of your brother, of, of, of a guy that you went into battle with, that you'd run wind sprints with, that you'd lifted weights with. And that makes it even harder to deal with and try to focus on a season. 
and it makes it maybe even harder to unify too because it's everybody's like what did you see at the party what did you see did you see something could we have stopped this could we have done you know why didn't the police show up uh you know there's so much stuff hanging around the team that again i'm not i'm just saying as a as a guy trying to put myself in their shoes i don't know how you play football like if if utah does not play great football the rest of the season i would totally understand why and totally give this team a pass Mm -hmm. now i think I totally, completely rely on the leadership of Kyle Whittingham and Devin Lloyd and Britton Covey that they'll be able to rise above that. But just from my makeup, I just don't know how you can. The only way you can is if if you find a way to, to seek comfort in it. If it's If it's comforting to you to get it off your mind. You know, we've seen a lot of players in the NFL and a lot of players in college football, they, they've played a game the day their parent died or they played a game yeah. the day after their parent died. Um, I just recently watched and Scotty, why is the NFL player escaping my mind? I think it was just last weekend, a young couple lost their, their child. And I can't remember if it was in childbirth or, or what it was, but he caught like an 80 some odd yard touchdown. I can't remember if it was for the Bills or the Titans. I'm, I remember the story, but he had, he had just lost a, a child. And he was on the field playing. So for us to internalize the pain is one thing, but we can't really step into each of these players' minds. Scotty, the way I see you and the way I know you, I think you'd be back on a football field with me. I would. And the way you know me... And, and, and as much as we, we love our close friends and we love our family, we love our neighbors, the way you know me is I'd be back on the field with you. And not because I'm tough or anything. That's just my coping mechanism. And that's my coping ne- yeah. mechanism is, is well, what else are, what, what else are we going to do? You want me to sit in my bedroom and cry and then be there for bio and be there for math 101? And, and then just go back to my room and cry. I, I, I can't do that. And I, I think that these players are probably in that same mindset of well, what, do you, what do you expect us to do? <laughs> what really do you expect us to do? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress up and I'm going to stand next to you. You're going to dress up, stand next to me. We're going to put the best game plan we can together. And we're going to try to focus. That's why I say finding this killer Getting him in custody is critical so that guys can start to think about football a little bit. I wouldn't be able to think about football until he was in custody. Maybe that's just me, but I continue to think of there is an individual out there that pulled the trigger on a gun that struck two individuals and killed one. Yeah. There's somebody out there. And unfortunately, and we don't know the details, but there's another person, I believe, still in critical condition here, too. That's the last I'd heard as well. Yeah. But there's somebody out there that pulled the trigger on that gun and killed a person. And he's, and he's, he's around. He's wandering around. He was willing to pull a gun out. Felt confident enough to pull the trigger on it. And he's out there. As a radio analyst, that's one thing. As somebody who was at that party... Or a teammate that that loved low and and 
practiced with him every day, that's an unacceptable thought. As a parent, it would be a horrifying thought. You know, we've got this this Gabby story that's gone national and it's gone crazy. And we look at the search for this laundry guy that killed her or that has apparently killed her and can't be found. Look at the, the depth of search that's going into that. Well, I want the same depth of search going into finding this guy. Because until he's found, it's going to be very difficult for as, as a coaching staff. Every time I sat down for a staff meeting, instead of worrying about, well, man, USC does a really good job of gap protection. How are we going to break this gap protection? It's not that. And, and Kyle could sit down and he could put sheets in front of everybody that shows today's game plan. And in the back of their mind, they're thinking, any new leads? Oh, man, you're right. Any new leads on this? You're so right. Uh, on our this. fallen brother is—he's gone, and there's somebody out there just running, running around. Are there any new leads? What can we do to help with the leads? Why are we even sitting here to going over plays? We got to find this guy. That would be a constant on my mind, and I'm sure it is for these coaches too. But you also know that you still have a game to play, and so that's why I go back to Kyle Whittingham and. This coaching staff, this is going to be the most difficult coaching job they'll have probably in their career. They didn't play a bowl game last year after the passing of Ty Jordan. They had a spring. They had a summer to try to decompress and try to make sense out of that. And now you're asking a team in your bye week to try to handle that. And and, and plus you add the Ty Jordan thing on top of that. That just, I mean, that wound had just been starting to, scab over and heal a little bit and now it just tears it right back open those emotional scars and those emotional wounds are just ripped apart and with all of that said scotty as i mentioned in the first segment of the utah preview show these coaches are on airplanes headed across the country and and they're going into homes trying to convince parents that this is a safe place to play trying to convince parents hey we'll, we'll overcome this trying to convince themselves that this is a safe place to play and that we'll overcome it you gotta you gotta talk to your you gotta talk yourself into that mm-hmm. with that guy still out there wandering around so there not only is it a task to try to finish out this season on a football field, it's a task because there are so many other duties that these coaches are responsible for and that these players are responsible for. These players have to keep their grades up. Yeah. You drop in grades, yeah. your, your eligibility will be gone pretty quick. So you better keep those grades going. You think that, okay, things are really sad. Well, the professor, maybe, maybe he'll make exception for you, but you still got to do your homework. You still got to go take the class because if you, if you fell in that class, then it reflects on your eligibility, and that's something out of the school's control. They might help with grades. I would hope that professors would help with grades. I would hope that a professor will, will see that the situation and be helpful. But And then these coaches, they've got to continue to wage war on the recruiting front. They can't give ground on it. 
So that's where the University of Utah is. And I mean, that's a part with the players can can go to the candlelight vigil and they can lean on each other. These coaches, people forget, and I'm glad you brought this up, how important the bye week is in recruiting. And so these these coaches who were responsible for finding Aaron Lowe and bringing him to Utah and being a father figure to him, they're suffering for that loss. And now they got to go out and hop on a plane and go to a high school in middle of nowhere, Texas or California and talk about how great the University of Utah is. Yeah. Which is true. It's just yeah, and the trying point, to get in that mindset. There. And the point of Scotty having to, to make the point to somebody, hey, you're, you, your son's going to be safe with us. Oof. Going into a parent's house? Well, because as a parent, okay, so just put yourself in a, in a parent's shoes of a recruit. Here comes the Utah coaching staff. They've given your son an offer. They're coming in for the weekend to watch him play football. You know they're coming in. You're going to get a chance to meet with them. You've seen all of the, the news on this young football player that was shot and killed. And you know what the rumors are of, of the, the meaning of this party. And your question to that coaching staff is, how safe is my kid with yeah. with this team? I mean, I'm how, sure. How safe is my kid on this campus? Look, you've had a daughter that just signed. She's with Snow. You're going to have other kids get recruited. I'm sure you asked that question with Snow. Yeah. You're going to ask that question with a daughter and with Rock. I mean, regardless of well, gender, you're going to ask, is my kid going to be safe and protected in your hands? So. Just put it in, in to put it in a closer perspective for both you and I. You've got a son at Utah State with a, a, a quality scholarship. Uh, he's an academic achiever and brilliant. Let's say that when the universities were out there recruiting him, looking at him, let's say somebody had just been shot in that department. If somebody had been shot at at, at in Ephraim on that volleyball team, when my daughter was making that decision. I would want to know from that coaching staff, well, what measures have been taken? Do they have that individual in custody? Well, what was the situation? What 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 occurred? What happened? Is is she in danger? Is she safe? There might be people out there that are dismissing this, but if you put yourself in the shoes of those parents that are out there, that and this is the recruiting weekend, there are some really tough conversations that they're going to have with this coaching staff. And the coaching staff has to be ready to answer questions. And I'm sure the same happened when uh, when track and field was out there yeah, recruiting. That's a great point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, with with us having this conversation, keep in mind we're not saying that Utah. Now, obviously, with the young lady on the track and field team, there were some huge mistakes made uh, with the campus police and that process. Huge. I don't know if there were mistakes made. With this situation, there's already either. conversations. And I'm not saying this Utah coaching staff let down Aaron Lowe and his family. I'm no. not I, – I just nope. – we're just talking about how difficult it is for these coaches to get on a plane in, after this yes. and try to mitigate this. We're not thanks, – Thanks for clarifying. We're not, we're not laying any blame on what Utah or these coaches did or anything. Nope. Let that process play out. Just trying to bring up the interest of the yeah. questions that are going to be asked to them. And the questions that they're going to have to answer. I'm just saying it's it's it, they're going to be, and I'm not I'm not saying that that sways a recruit one way or the other. I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying it would it would sway my idea. I just would have questions. 
and I would and I would want some pretty straight answers. And then they have to do all this with a heavy heart. But there are things that are completely out of anybody's control. And there are things that happen like this on many campuses in the country. Uh, very true. Unfortunately, very true. And in no way, shape, or form am I saying it's unsafe to be there. No way. I'm just saying there's going to be questions. And they're going to have to answer those with a very heavy heart. 1246, Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Thanks for making us part of your day. It's been a tremendous uh, week of college football. We got NFL coming up tonight. And, of course, the big one coming up, on tom- or coming up tomorrow, Utah State and BYU. And you will hear that game right here on the Zone Sports Network. 1246, we're live here at uh, Tim Daly Infinity. Stop by and say hi right here on the Zone Sports Network. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. Kalani Sataki and BYU take their undefeated record to Logan for a showdown against the Aggies. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action beginning with a Cougar preview show. Friday at 6 on 97.5 FM with the post-game show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Ute Preview Show with Hanson Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty, 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. So, it's been really hard with the, with the Utah Preview Show coming into a bye week and dealing with what the Utah program has dealt with it's really difficult because even going into that, a win didn't feel as much like a win as it should have. Does that make sense? Yeah. A win didn't feel as much like a win as it probably should have. And that makes it all the more difficult because now people in their minds are thinking, well, what kind of a Utah team do we got where you know, we got by Washington State 24 to 13? and had the offensive struggles that we had. But, Scotty, I wanted to take just a minute and focus on the positive side of things. Because I think too often as analysts, as former players, oftentimes we're just forced in to be nitpicky and want to understand why things fell apart in one area. And so we've done that a lot with the offense. And the second half was an offensive explosion, just a complete blow-up. But the defense for the University of Utah has continued to be a mainstay. It's continued to be a staple, something that everybody's been able to lean on to, to a large degree. It's not been perfect. It's given up 33 points to San Diego State. They gave up 26 points to BYU, but they didn't do a lot of that through the air. They've got really good defense backs. But the good news that I wanted to talk about was Going back and watching the pass rushing of Utah, it was almost like it was 
they remembered that they're the University of Utah defensive front and that they're responsible for getting pressure on quarterback. So you've got Van Fillinger, who had a couple of sacks and looked really good. Mika Tafua needs to continue to produce. If he wants to be an NFL draft pick, Mika Tafua has to continue to get his name called and recognized in pressures and sacks. He can be as consistent as he wants in contain and run help, but in order for him to get drafted, he needs to start racking up some sacks. He knows that. You had uh, Pututau with a very nice sack, and and then you had some huge interceptions. You had three. You had three really big moments, and three big interceptions. But I don't think any any were bigger than Clark Phillips getting himself into position to get that pick and take it back for for six points to to really close out that game. So as much as Utah fans, and you and I have talked to a couple, and you could tell that they're really down and out, if you want to have a positive conversation, it starts with your defense, and it goes into interceptions, it goes into the ability to shut down the pass, and it goes into depth. Because even even after you lost a veteran starter at that defensive tackle position you found a fantastic defensive tackle a young one in junior tafuna so there was some depth there and junior came right into that washington state game and had some great moments now washington state's offensive front isn't the best they'll be tested more probably up front against usc maybe but usc's shown that they've got all kinds of weak links across their offensive front so stop. There are still good things, and there are things to be positive about with this University of Utah football program advancing and moving forward. And I know that there's a huge depressive state, and I know that they're dealing with things that they shouldn't have to. But outside of those things, there are things to be positive about with this Utah football team. The yeah, and, and by the way, the youth. I mean, you talk about Van Fillinger and you talk about Reed. I thought Reed was so good, and I'm glad you brought him up too because, what, 15 tackles, an interception, uh, a sack in that game. You, you saw the future on display there in a big, big way in that game. All right, coming up, we're going to talk to Frank Dolce, get his thoughts on this Utah game, how they can try to recover uh, from such devastating news and how you can try to find a way to put that behind you in preparation for a game coming up next week. Uh, we'll talk more a little bit. We'll, we'll touch on USC a little bit, but really spend next week getting down and dirty with USC. So a lot to break down. It's all right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is DJ and PK. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. So you got the Cougars at home Friday night. Obviously, you are new to the Cache Valley, but when I moved here, I had it explained to me that Utah State fans really loathe all the BYU fans in Cache Valley. Come out, gives that rivalry some real extra juice. What have you heard about BYU? What have you seen about BYU on TV? What do you think about this game coming up? Yeah, everybody's made really clear to me since day one I got here that I got to hate BYU. So I've gotten the message loud and clear. They are the most talented team we have faced if we clean up the mistakes we can play with these guys and this is a game that we can win we got to play great ball we got to do everything right but we can win this game on friday night and man wouldn't that be a great way to keep the season going catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97 5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network